podcast Make Chats. My name's Oniela. And I'm Jemima. And here we talk about life in your 20s, navigating uni, friendship, and just some other random things. We post every second Tuesday, so put your feet up and enjoy. Hey guys, welcome back. Hey guys, so keen to be chatting with you again tonight. It's been a little minute. I know, I'm so sorry. We're so sorry for our extended leave. I was like saying <laughs> in the intro, like every second Tuesday, I know. Oops, we did miss one. We literally lied to you. Um, we're so sorry. We're hoping that you'll forgive us if you don't. Um, there's not, <laughs> not much we can do about that. That's kind there? of awkward then. But anyway, welcome back. Welcome Guys, back. we are so excited to be introing a new segment today that I think you're going to love. Yeah, I think you're going to love it too. So, Oniela, tell them. Tell them about it. It's called a drum roll, please. It's called Bin Day. Yay! <laughs> okay, so... And which actually just means... I'm sorry, Jemima. No, no, no. Um, it just means, like, anything that you think of in your life, um, people... No, I'm just kidding. Just anything that you think of that is, like, trash, that's what we're talking about. Like, you're taking it out with the bin on, on bin day. Oniela, when's your bin day? Um, it's Thursday. Because you just moved house, yeah, to really think yes. about that. Mine's yes. Wednesday, which... It's really cute because it was Wednesday when I was a kid. Oh, cute. And it was Thursday when I was a kid. Yeah, so it's a full circle moment. Yeah, it really, really is. So today's episode of Bin Day (laughs) is about... Red flags um, and and bad dates, which is so exciting. And also, uh, I guess like... So exciting to go on a bad date. Valentine's (laughs) Day was like last week, so... Uh, so, so I guess like, it's like in the mood of Valentine's Day-ish? Yes, yeah, so let me give you a scenario. Like, you went out on a first date on Valentine's Day, and then you thought it was the love of your life, but then you went on a couple of dates and you're like, ew, this is for you. Yeah. Yeah? If you've got the ick, we'll give you some fuel for the fire. Or like, genuinely, if you just are here for the tea. Yeah. <laughs> There's, yeah. The tea will be spilled. <laughs> the tea will be spilled. Um, okay, so let's start with some red flags. Okay, so we're talking about red flags in, like, a per- in, you know what red flags are? Everyone yeah. knows what they are. Yeah, it's okay. part of our culture. <laughs> um, so, well, do you know what? I forgot to think about this one. Okay, I got you. Okay, red flags. People who eat cereal for breakfast. <laughs> what? Cereal is a snack. No. It is not a meal. That is not true. And I'm actually throwing my own husband under the bus because you're he throwing eats... me under... You're throwing your co-host. What? What? You get up in the morning and pour yourself a cute little bowl of cornflakes and yes, call it ma'am. a day. Yes, Red flag. Uh, Red no. flag. There's a reason why I was made for breakfast. No. For children. <laughs> for literal no, infants. No. <laughs> for babies. Okay, this is controversial. Please don't, like, cancel us. Okay, Do you, did you think of a red flag? Um, Were you too busy being offended by mine? I was too busy being offended. Okay, I've got another one. <laughs> Anyone, I told O'Neill this one before. Anyone whose hobby is fire twirling. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. That is that is Good for you. Like, like, good for you, red but flag I would not date someone whose hobby is fire twirling. Yeah, I think or so Or painting too. miniatures, like, that's... <gasps> <laughs> Okay. okay, come on, surely you have a red flag. Um, anyone who outs their husband <gasps> who's in the next room. <laughs> She's adding me. She's adding me right now because yeah. um my short king, he Short King! 
<laughs> he loves he loves to paint his miniatures um, and and he eats cereal for breakfast and he is a, he actually is a nerd he's a straight nerd yeah he actually but if is. I could give people one piece of advice when you're looking for a guy literally date a nerd yeah. and marry them yeah they're the sweetest most wholesome men on the planet Sean is the sweetest most wholesome man can yeah. I say what he said before when he was talking to you on the phone. Oh my gosh. Can yeah. I? Yeah, you can. So, okay. So, <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. I'm sitting on the couch, and the phone isn't even on speaker, but I can just hear it. Um, and Sean's talking to Jemima on the phone, and he's like, okay, I'll see you soon, my love of my life, and Onila, our sweet friend or something, like very, our good friend. Our very good friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was embarrassing. Yeah. But it was sweet. It was so wholesome. It was and really that's, wholesome. That's the sort of energy that a nerdy boy will give you. Yes. And that's on green flags. <laughs> that's on green flags. Um, look, I don't have... Even an orange flag, surely. Give us an orange flag. Okay, okay. Just give me one moment, okay? Um, okay, okay, okay. This is, like, horrible, but... Um, some Anyone who, like... Their entire personality is like going to pictures of their abs. Yeah, how did you know? <laughs> I don't know, I just knew. Like, you know, more power to you, but like if your whole Instagram is your body, then. Yeah. Get I some mean, more substance to you, please. Yeah. Going to the gym's healthy and great, we all do it, but like. Yeah. We don't all need to hear about it all the time. Absolutely. I'm yeah. with you on that one. Okay. Okay, so red flags. Um. Moving on to bad dates. bad dates. So I want to preface this by saying, like, I have had some bad dates, but I've literally been with my husband, Sean, for 10 years. Yeah. So, like, I don't really have any, like, really adventurous, like, dramatic dates. Like, yeah. I literally met the sweet nerdy boy, fell in love and got married. When you were a child. Well, you didn't get married when you were a child. I'm not but a, I wasn't him. a child bride, although I have been accused of being one. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's kind of awkward. It actually is, hey. Because yeah, you're full on adult. I was not... I was 20. You were 20, I was yeah. 20. Um, but... <coughs> so you look, take the spotlight on look, this one. Look, I'm going to take the spotlight, but also just to preface, I'm pretty vanilla with my dating life. Like, no. <laughs> there's not much no. <laughs> going on there. But... Um, okay. Let me Don't put you... it down like that. Yeah, but okay. So, a few years ago... Here we go. Buckle up. I was at a party, and I was just chatting to this guy about, like, I don't know, maths <laughs> and <laughs> physics. <laughs> Something dumb like that. No, I'm just kidding. No, but that actually did happen. We were sitting on the couch. <laughs> oh, we were what a funny joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're so funny. Yeah, thank you. Um... And he was, you know, like, I think that he was interested looking back, like, in retrospect, I think that he was interested, but I was just really keen on the conversation. Anyway, so then he said, we should hang out. And I said, yeah, totally. Let's go and talk about maths or something. (laughs) And then we said, yeah, let's go to Eat Street. And I said, yeah, I'll pick you up because I think he didn't have a car or something. Anyway, so I picked him up. We go to Eat Street and it's like all good and we're eating dinner. And then we go to get dessert. And then he says, like, should we just get one and share it? And I said, no. That's pretty intimate. Yeah, I said, I'd like my own. Like, I just thought that maybe he was being, like, financially savvy. But he wasn't. 
So then um, he got his, and even though I had my own dessert, he decided that this was a good time to, like, feed me. (gasps) No, he (laughs) didn't. He did. Well, he didn't. I didn't. I, like... You know, no, I wait, like, please, like, like, <laughs> set the scene. What do you mean? Did he pick up the spoon and, like... Yeah, like, he, like, rolled it in, like, the melted marshmallow and, like, he picked it up and, like, put it right in my face and then, like, like I, like, fully set my head back because I was like, no, I don't want That's this to happen. That's so awkward. Yeah. And then I was like, no, I don't want that. And then... Was he offended? Oh, I don't remember. I didn't think so. Um... Or maybe he was, I just, I was, obviously, can, you can tell by the story that I was very naive. Um, so maybe he was offended. And then, um, we, like, drove home and whatever, and then for a moment I thought he was going to kiss me, and I was like, please, Lord, save me. Like when you were dropping him off? Yeah. And At then, the door? Is it like in the movies? Well, I didn't get out of the car, I think he was just going to, like, lean yeah. over. <laughs> Um, anyway, so then afterwards he, um, messaged me and said, I think we have a really deep connection. And then I said, I'm really sorry, but I thought we were just friends. (laughs) Wait, so can I just clarify something? So did you go into this thinking it was just a friendship hangout? 100%. And he fully thought it was a date? 100%. One hundred percent. So, yeah. so <laughs> you didn't even know it was a date. No, I didn't. And you had a bad date. Yeah. Without even knowing. Yeah, that's it. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> and that's on being naive. So, um, how old were you then? Um, twenty or twenty-one. Oh, you weren't that young. No. No, like, 20, 21's young. 20. Probably, let's just go with 20. Like, all the 27-year-olds are like, you think that's old? Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay, but then, like, the comparison, right? Like, you're literally getting married at 20. I like, know. You're giving your life and, over. And, and do you then... know what? That literally segues perfectly into our topic for today. Yes. Because <laughs> we want to talk about life in your 20s, in your early 20s, specifically, yeah. Because we can't really comment on your late 20s yet. Not yet. Um, And this, like, whole concept of, like, being, I don't know, 21 and someone's getting married and someone's on a bad date at each street. Yeah. And how chaotic and turbulent and unknown the whole season is. And, like, how it, like, just doesn't meet our expectations of what adulthood is going to be like. Like, I swear, all throughout my teenage years, like, I was planning, like, what kind of outfits I would wear when I go to my job. Like, when I graduate at 21. You know? Like, I was, yeah. like, looking and, like, putting them in my shopping cart. Like, I'll wear these when I'm 21, but I'm literally, like, 13. And, like... Well, I was just out here thinking, like, by the time I'm 23, like, I'm gonna, like, have my own house. Yeah. I'm gonna have a baby. Mm. I'm, like, gonna... <laughs> obviously be married and I'm gonna have like I don't know just like yeah be done with uni have my dream job yeah um a six pack (laughs) while like six pack was just always included in everyday dream yeah and then like I got to 23 and I was like oh I've not finished uni I don't have any kids pets maybe a plant or two I have a husband (laughs) yeah that's lovely but I guess, like, the expectation versus reality is, like, so different. Can I ask you something? Yeah. So, from my perspective, like, having... Or, like, you know, being in, like, a committed relationship, 
that kind of it's like screams adulthood and like you've made it to me like just in the way that like I've been brought up to believe but you having a husband does that feel like you've like um I don't want to like belittle your relationship to this but like ticking a box like does that tick a box of your 20s um I think like it's it's very common for people to sort of have that assumption yeah that like I've literally had people say, like, oh, you're married, so your life is, like, together. Yeah. And I think, like, in a sense, like, yes, like, I guess it is something that a lot of people really want to have. And, like, excuse me. And, yeah, like, it's, I guess, one point towards, you know, in quotations, having your life together. But it's not the be-all and end-all, like... Being married doesn't mean that your life is together. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that you don't struggle with things. It's just, like, it's one aspect of your life. In the same way that, like, some, like, 20-somethings would have a job that they absolutely love. Some mm-hmm. would be finished uni. Some yeah. would have bought an apartment. Like, all of those things are just one thing towards... You know, I guess feeling like a well-rounded adult. Yeah, that's true. And I guess, like, in a way, it did make me grow up pretty fast. Like, being 20 and being married, like, I did think about another person. Yeah. But I think for me, like, having so many siblings and, like, I think I already had grown up fast. Thinking about other people yeah. being the oldest of the youngest. And yeah, and, like, it wasn't uncommon yep. for me to think about how is this decision going to impact other people. Yeah. <clears throat> I think I need some water. Thanks, mate. It's all right. <laughs> um, yeah, like, I guess while I hydrate myself, do you look at people who are married and think their lives are together? Um, not anymore. Not necessarily. I think, like... I think that's come from a personal sense of fulfilment in where I... Like, the season that I'm in, you know? Like, because I feel so fulfilled in my job and, like, doing uni, knowing that it's exactly where I need to be. I think I don't feel that. But definitely in the years prior, I've thought, like, if you're married, then... Yeah, like, you... There's, like, there's one (coughs) aspect of your life that you know, like... Not any, nothing certain, obviously, in life, but as far as you know, like, you're going to be with this person forever, you know? And, like, yeah. that's going to be your life partner. One half of all of the decisions in your life is made already, you know? Like, yeah. someone else is doing that for you kind of thing, if that makes sense. Do you know what I mean? I guess, like, for some of your decisions, but in saying that, like, we have so much individual choice. Yeah. And, like... So many of the decisions that directly impact me, like, I'm making. Yeah. But that's true. I, I guess, like, yeah, I think it does... It does definitely give, like, a sense of security in that, like... I know that I'll never be facing things just yeah. as an individual. Yeah. Like, there is another person there that's going to be, like... With you. Yeah. Yeah, and you'll do it together. Yeah, I think that's probably something that... And I can imagine people thinking that, that marriage is the... is It's the pinnacle of of you've reached it, you know? Yeah. 
Um, but what I think is just so chaotic is the fact that, like, at 20, I was married, yeah. moved out of home, like, working full-time. Yeah. And then other 20-year-olds were in uni, living at home. Yeah. Working at Macca's. And then, fast forward, I'm now 25, and it's like, I'm 25, I'm married, I'm working, like, I've just finished uni now, literally a week ago. Woo! Yay! And there's other 25-year-olds that are onto their third kid, have bought a house, have travelled to Europe, like, (laughs) you know, it's like, what are we doing? I know, it's just such a varied, like, set of experiences and then some twenty-five year olds that are living at their parents and maybe starting uni. I know, I know. It's and like so still insane. and working at Macca's, they're crew managers now. Like, congrats! Like, it's so chaotic to me how you know. Okay, here's the thought, right? Yeah. When you're a teenager, mm. all of your friends are in school. Yeah. Everyone goes to school. That's it. Everyone. I mean, you could say majority are living with their parents, going to school, maybe have a part-time job at Macca's or whatever. Yeah. And then if you fast forward to, say, like, your mid-30s or even your 40s, I mean, I feel like your 30s are still pretty chaotic as well, but if we're talking about that sort of mid-30s, early 40s sort of time, you could assume that majority of people do not live with their parents. Yeah. They have their own children if they are having kids, like... Then it sort of stabilizes again to this where you can look at all your peers and see that they're doing the similar thing to you. Yeah. Whereas your 20s and I think maybe even your early 30s is like there's no blueprint. Exactly. It's just like this wild and like choose your own adventure kind of. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that that can just lead to so much doubt and anxiety. So much anxiety, so much like. Um, there's just so many unknowns, right? And I think it's sometimes hard to find consistency when life is constantly changing. Like, I think people in their 20s move so much. Yeah. You know, like, people don't really... I suppose I can't generalise. I don't know what it's like for other people, but I haven't lived in a house for more than... Two years. Two years since I was 19. Yeah. So it's like... Yeah, like we just move pretty much every 12 months. Yeah. (laughs) Always just picking up your life and going, like moving to a new job. Yeah. New stage of life, you know? Adjusting to your friends as well because like your friends' lives are moving at a different... Totally. um, ...pace and moving in different directions to you. So then you're constantly adjusting to your friends and like your circles changing. the comparison is so real. I know. Like it's so easy to get caught up in this like... But they are yeah, doing that. Yeah, but they've got this, but they've yeah. done this, like... Yeah. And that can be so discouraging, like... I think, like, something that I've struggled with a lot, like... Pretty much my whole life. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll say, like, focusing on the last six months, even. <laughs> yeah. It's just this, like, feeling of having no idea where I'm going. Like, mm. what is my direction in life? What is my calling and my purpose? And, like... With finishing uni, that's, like, really brought up a lot of, like... Do you know the amount of times people are asking, like, what are you doing now? Like, what's your plan? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. If I had a dollar for every time someone said, (laughs) what's your plan? I wouldn't need a plan. Yeah. I would be so rich. (laughs) Yeah. And, And, like, my answer varies a lot of the time, but every single time it honestly leaves me with this pit in my stomach. Yeah. Where I'm, like, I feel like I'm failing 
by saying, I don't know. I don't know what my plan is. I don't have this, like, step-by-step, five-year, ten-year plan. It's just, like, it's really discouraging and, like, so easy to just feel like I've failed because I've just spent $30,000 on a university degree and then I finish it and my answer is I've got no idea. Yeah. And so I feel like that's just, like... It actually sucks, and I never really hear people talking about that. Like, it feels to me like everyone who I've watched just, like, finish uni, get the job, Mm. move on. And, like, not that it's always been that smooth, but there's been a step to take. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing that. That That would be really, really hard, and especially because your degree has so many, like, facets in which you can... Like, you know, like, study further or (coughs) work towards, you know, like... Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, just to let everyone know, I did a Bachelor of Social Science. Yeah. (laughs) Which, like, then the next question is always, like, what can you do with that or what was that? And, like, still to this day, like, I did the degree. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. And, like... Or so many things that it's, like, hard to... Yeah. Set, um, narrow it down to one thing. Yeah, and I think it's, like... I, I wouldn't say that I regret doing it. Mm. But I think that it's, like, just so easy to think I need a university degree. And for me personally, like... I mean, I could pro- we could probably do a whole podcast just on uni. But, like... Yeah. I think because I loved high school and I loved, like, striving to do well and, like, getting A's and, like, I really liked the academic side of school and the competitiveness of it. And so, like, to be honest, I think I felt like it would be wasted potential if I didn't do further study. Mm. Like, I felt like I needed to do something. And... But then what actually happened was I ended up just doing a degree that was somewhat interesting but it hasn't actually impacted my career directly and yeah I do feel like a more well-rounded adult like I've definitely grown yeah it's given you life experience yeah I've definitely grown a lot but I think like if there's someone listening who like maybe you've just finished school and you don't know what you want to study like I just think If you don't know then maybe just take some time yeah 100% like it's okay to just get a job and just work for a bit and get life experience in the workforce and then if you realize like yeah I really want to be a social worker or a teacher or whatever then like that's probably a good time to start a degree yeah when there's a clear direction yeah Um, and I suppose like there's people in the boat of you know like people who do science degrees for example and then like their future is just like taking it step at a time in terms of like um doing their masters and their phd getting grants yeah. and like you know like if i guess it's a different story if that is what you want you know like to be in research and you know to do a degree for the sake of learning and to continue learning but if you want like a job yeah like if you don't know what you want to do like there is no point like going into a degree you know just because I just guess for just pers- <laughs> I feel like my whole degree was just personal development yeah. <laughs> I developed as a human yeah <laughs> and it was very expensive <laughs> very expensive I definitely learned some resilience but I think like 
yeah I think like really what I really just wanted to share from that experience is like I'm learning that it's okay not to have a plan Mm. and it is actually okay to just be present now like that sounds so cheesy but like just whatever you've got already going on to look at that and like work on that yeah and I don't know I guess like I'm excited for a day where I have some direction Mm. (laughs) I'll keep you guys updated (laughs) um it's really frustrating not having a plan I'm a real like dreamer and planner yeah you like to have a list yeah yeah um what you said about the personal development I like that hit so close to home because like the first four years out of out of school I was like actively doing uni (laughs) and then I think I did spend around $30,000 when I decided, no, I don't want to do any of the things that I've studied so far. (laughs) I want to do teaching. And so then, like, just looking at my hex debt and just thinking, okay, well, it took $30,000 to get me to this point. (laughs) And now I'm going to spend another $30,000 to actually get me where I want to be. So, So can I ask you something? Yeah. Do you think, like, if you had finished school Mm -hmm. and not studied... Yeah. And, like, just got a random job. Yeah. Do you think that you would have realised you wanted to be a teacher? Or do you think you needed to do that journey? I think... I think it's just really easy to say, hey, like, now, in retrospect, like, maybe, um... Yeah, taking a year off, you um, yeah, just a year off and working, that might have actually done the trick. But, like... To even get to the point to even consider doing a year off, that took all of that. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that wasn't even an option for me. <clears throat> yeah. It wasn't like I was tossing up uni and, like, just taking time off. Like, if you're not doing uni out of school, like, I was just brought up to believe, like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know? Like, you don't just, like, graduate and then not do anything. You have to be working towards an education. Right. Um. So, I think I did need to go through the journey and, like... I don't think, even if I did take one year off, I'm not sure if that would have been enough to bring me to the point of actually... Yeah. You know, because it did take four years of, like... (laughs) Yeah, lots. (laughs) Lots of things. Um, But, like, the actual bottom line here is that, like, it's okay for it to take that long. Yeah, it is. And, like... Like, it's okay. Can I just say it's actually okay? Yeah, it is. And it's okay for you as well. It's actually fine to be in your mid-twenties and not be finished uni. Yeah. It is 100% okay. And it's okay to start doing uni at the end of your twenties. Yeah. Or in the middle of your thirties. Do you know what? Actually, my dad... Yeah. He started uni in his fifties. Oh, good on him. Yeah. Yeah. He's still he's still doing it. Yeah. And my dad like did like a whole career change in his sixties. Yeah, who does that? I know, my dad. That's apparently. epic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I guess, like, in terms of uni and, like, switching degrees and, you know, all that, like, we are speaking from a place of privilege because we do have hex. Yeah. But, but you know, like, I guess, like, there's the equivalent everywhere, you know? Like, there is time, there is work, there is yeah. family who can support you. Like, um, you know, like, no time that you've spent is wasted. It'll yeah. It'll all go towards your character and at the end of the day like that is the most important thing you know yeah and I think it's like 
we just in our culture in our society it feels like we put so much like emphasis and expectation on having things yeah having the degree having the house you know like your status and and as soon as possible Mm. like just get that before you're 23 or you're a failure which is so silly to me and I actually heard this like quote recently that was like if you're in your early 20s like you're on your training wheels of being an adult true like you've that's so true if you're 22 you've only been an adult for four years like Aww. you're a child yeah. in your adulthood. Yeah. So like we actually just need to give ourselves a break and like stop being so intense about like feeling like by the time we're 29 we need to have everything. Mm. Yeah, I think so too. And like we almost have this aversion to um like idleness, like yeah. is that a word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um yeah, just, like, we are just so afraid of just being still and just waiting. And, you know, like, obviously, you've got to have a balance. You can't just sit at home and do nothing. But, but yeah, like, it's okay to not just be constantly on the run trying to, um, you know, strive for the next level, the next thing. Like, yeah. Yeah, being present, that is just... And I guess what I've learned is that I haven't finished uni. I'm not married. I don't have a house. But... Like, I feel so, um, so content where I am. And I think that if I had just finished a degree, if I had, you know, if I had gotten married, whatever, but I didn't have all of the character development that happened over yeah. these years, I just think that, I don't know if I would feel any, you know, I don't think that I would feel much satisfaction because of where I am. Totally. You know? Yeah. It's like the whole book of James in the Bible. Yeah. Like, when we go through hard things, like, it develops our character. Yeah. Count it all as a joy and... Is that what it is? <laughs> Count it all uh. as joy. Count it all as something. Count it all as goodness. Yeah. <laughs> all the trials, all the fire, I don't know, whatever it is, just... Yeah. We'll, thank God we'll, for it. <laughs> don't worry, we'll read our Bibles again later. Yes. But, um, before we finish up, I feel like we could talk about this for so long, and... Maybe we could do another episode about life in your 20s. Um, Mm. But before we finish, I wanted to give a massive shout-out to Samuel Razengazwa. Sam, the only one. He, um, you guys hear... I mean, the one and only. (laughs) Not the The only only one. one. He's the only human on Earth. (laughs) (laughs) The world is Sam's and we're just in it. Um, (laughs) You're a legend, Sam. Um... Guys, go follow him on Instagram, um, Samuel Razengazwa underscore. Yeah. And thanks for tuning into this episode. We really yeah. appreciate you guys. We love you, and thanks to Yeti Microphone, sponsored by Sam.